Welcome to episode seven of the Pretty Little Prisons podcast with your host, Wendy Watts. This episode's topic, debt. This is a prison that none of us escapes. I don't care how rich you are. The only difference between a person with money and without money is they have more options. But let's talk about debt. Even the richest person on the day they die still owes taxes, right? Still has outstanding debts. They might have the money to pay them, more money to pay them with. But every day from the day we are born, we are accruing debt. When we are born into this life, we created a hospital bill for somebody, okay? And every day since then, we have been accruing either emotional debt or monetary debt just for survival in this human plane on this planet Earth. Now, you want to talk about a complex. You want to talk about, now that's a prison we never escape. Nothing and no one right? As it is often said, the two things we can never escape is death and taxes, right? But how do we learn, you know, with the positive approach intended in this podcast? How can we hack our lives? How can we hack our perspective, our mental approach to have a healthier relationship with with these invisible bars, okay? Um, if you don't have the the means uh, to live uh, in your preferred lifestyle, you might be living beyond your means with, with lots of credit. Um, this can create financial, express, uh, financial stress, which, which can also um, then the stress then can create health problems. So it becomes like kind of a, a, it can have sort of a cumulative snowballing effect in our lives. It can, it can rip apart relationships if you're, um, you know, you and your partner don't, don't see eye to eye on how money's handled or what's an investment, what's not an investment, what, you know, what, what are the, what are acceptable financial risks, what are not. Okay. So money, um, and I think this is why so many people hold it in such high esteem as the fixer of all problems is because if you have enough of it, you could solve all your problems by just finding a, a monetary solution to it. What do I need to buy? What service do I need? What product do I need? And that'll fix everything. Um, I just need the money for surgery. I just need the money for this, for that, for the. And if we don't have money, then we struggle with the prison of, of being a uh, you know the creditor debit situation where um, you are ruled by your credit score. And if you don't have a high credit score because you may have had financial uh, difficulties, then you can still maybe have the other things people have. You're just going to pay a higher price for them. And so, and a lot of it is situational. You know, there, there, there's a thought stream out there that says, oh, well, we need to have, you know, uh, classes in school about good credit. Okay, I think we all know if you pay your bills on time, you're going to have a good credit score. Okay, most of the people struggling with a bad credit score, um, it's, it's because they're not earning enough um, or their spending habits, right, their priorities don't allow them uh, to do so, or they might have had a, some kind of financial uh, crisis. At any rate, they're willing to accept or live with 
the lower credit score and just make things happen. Save up if they can and buy a car cash or just pay her higher interest on a loan until they can pay off debt and get a better credit score. And the people at the higher end of the food chain with all the money in the world, they got to worry about people taking it from them. Um, worried about, are you, you know, true friends? Is people interested in me or just my money, right? They've got more taxes to pay. They got the worries of trying to find tax shelter. So, so on the other side of money, which is, is the super plus side, they've still got problems. You got a million dollars, you might have a million problems trying to work that out, especially if you're in, you've, you lived a life previously prior to the million dollars without having that kind of wealth. And so then you need to learn quickly, get up to speed on how to manage it, how to deal with it smartly, um, especially if you didn't grow up around a bunch of people with money that could say, oh, well, you need to do this. You need to, you know, you need to have a trust. You know, um, I heard a quote the other day or read a quote online uh, that said that that rich people, wealthy people, uh, do not own things but they manage them. They have a controlling interest in them. And I think this kind of follows along the lines of, you know, creating trust to own a house so that uh, when you die, your children wouldn't have to pay the difference uh, between the value of the home when the parents bought it and the value that you sold it at. Stuff like this. I mean, there's, there's a lot of hacks that, I mean, if you've grown up with wealth, right, or in a, in a, in, in, you know, with people that were smart about money, then then you would have had all these tips, tricks, and life hacks on how to manage it. But if you grow up, grew up in a with a scarcity mentality in a survival household where there was never enough, and you were always having to create and be resourceful, it can be very difficult to deal with abundance. Right? You get that abundance, and then boom, it's gone. You get it, you spend it, um, and you're always looking at that next thing. Oh, I can't wait till I can afford that house or that car that I always wanted because I grew up in a you know with a, with a, a, a scarcity uh, in a scarcity type environment. Um, so you have to just be creative, be resourceful, stay positive, have faith, take a few risks, and do the most you can with what you have, your education, your skills, what what have you, until maybe at some point you leap beyond the path that you were born into in terms of that survival environment. And then, of course, you know, wealthy people are in a, in a different trajectory. They're just trying to preserve and save and make sure that they don't lose money. Okay. So either way, what I'm saying is it's a two-pronged prison. Okay. Whether you're on one level or the other, even if you're there, you know, even though one seems more desirable and yes, there's that, (laughs) there's that saying of, I'd rather be crying in my Mercedes than on my bicycle. Right. Um, not saying that anyone's a real, either is a real problem. It's just a perspective, right? It's how, and that's what this, that's what this podcast is about is, is learning how to shift our perspective so that we can stay positive, stay in control, and not feel trapped by money, debt, credit as not be a prisoner of it, but empowered through it. And so learning how to get to the point where we can finally, you know, sort of either break break even or break ahead or manage the flow so to speak, um, if we're able to create and manifest more um, abundantly, wonderful. But if we can't, we still have to find a way to deal with the day-to-day, right? And not 
not live in some existential, perceived existential crisis that, why am I here? Am I here just to work and pay bills and die and take one vacation a year, if that's all you can afford? And maybe some people can't even afford that. You know, I know some people that in order to have a great credit score, um, didn't take vacations, didn't buy the things they want, didn't do anything until they paid off all their debt first and now they're, you know, they're retired and then their health is compromised and they can't do all the things that they said they were going to do when everything was paid off because keeping a credit score was so great. So they were in a prison too. All those people that, you know, were following that trajectory while, you know, somebody else might have been taking risks, taking the hit and, and, and going out there and carpe diem living their lives spending whatever they had and, you know, gathering the rosebuds while they could, as Shakespeare would say, uh, came out on the positive end where they, the other person might have shortchanged themselves. There's no way to predict really how it's going to go, right? Life is the epitome of unpredictability. But our ability to manage the day-to-day, whether we are a millionaire worried about maintaining, preserving, and not losing um, our, our wealthy status, or whether we are in um, the, you know, one of the other survival classes. Um, it's just, it's still something we all face. This is a universal theme. And so what is the mindset? We're challenged to find the correct mindset, right? The mindset that doesn't make us feel victimized by debt. So here's a thought. Here's a thought. If all of us are in debt, and the only difference between my account and somebody else's is a couple of zeros, then the one thing that I can do to empower myself is change my mindset about money. And that is to say, we all have debt. So why should I feel bad about it? We all have a credit score. Okay, some people might have a better score than me. Some people might have a worse score than me. But what I've got of what I've got is what I have. And I'll do my best to work with that and live my best life as I seek to try to continue to improve with that. So I think the key is knowing that you are, no matter what level, monetary level you're on in this earthly plane, is saying, okay, either you're accepted where you're at and you're happy there and you you have gratitude, okay, you can stay at that level without feeling resentful or complacent, or you have a means and a, and a, and a creative mind to strategize working to the level of the lifestyle you want to be at, and therefore you can accept whatever... Um, adverse conditions or or challenges you may experience being in a survival kind of environment until you reach the phase that you want to reach, right? So I think, again, it's just keeping that mindset of I am empowered by where I am at, not limited, right? Just kind of stepping through that mental door, get on the other side of I would, but I can't because. No, I can because. It may be more difficult. It may be more challenging uh, right now to get there, but I can get there if I have a plan, okay? And if and if I ex- execute the plan. So 
plan the plan the steps and then work the plan and you will get to that financial freedom whether it's it's creating the correct mental mindset to assist you to be happy where you're at or whether it's creating a mindset of manifestation where you know that when you continue taking the sequential steps you have planned or strategies whether you're on the wealthy side or the survival end of the spectrum you know you're going to maintain and get to where you want to go and be where you want to be and be happy in between and that is the key to escaping pretty little prisons thanks so much for listening to this episode and i look forward to bringing you episode eight